This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. Your attention, please. The Magic Our Way podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lastavica. Come join the Weekend Nation on social media and at magicourway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast! podcast. Sante Sun, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have. Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing very good tonight. How you guys doing? I am dandy. I'm still feeling under the weather. Thank He's you. still sick. Tough time. Man. It's Tough a week time. later, and somehow it's not going away. Uh, yes, that's how we should see a doctor. It's because you traveled. Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't see your rib cage, you okay? Oh, good. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's always a good thing, isn't it? I God. think so. Yeah. Whenever I have a fever, I'm like rib cages. Rib <laughs> but cages. I do touch the rib cage, make sure it ain't warm. <laughs> oh, temperature. I thought you meant like being able to view the rib cage. I I, I did, and he. he Went further, and then I, I went further. Because our next person has no worries of seeing his ribcage. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. Show me the money. Of course, I say that in jest because I'm in the exact same boat. So <laughs> I have room to talk. <laughs> But y'all is Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's. Bend you over the chair. Lily top. It's Mr. Beijing. Chloe, Senior Johnny Salami himself. Our resident professor of gyrotechnics. Lee, DJ, White Cheddar, Papa Smurf, and no Hasselvika. How you doing, Lee? Oh, man. Long time no see, fellas. <laughs> um, you know, I showed up to the studio this week and no one was there. And I was like, Damn. What happened? I didn't get the memo, so I guess that's how it goes if you show up to Danny's house and he had plans. So we're just going to go with this, I guess. You got to call first. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. would help. It would be, it's, that's, the, uh, that's the idea. You need to let someone know you're coming. Yeah, and don't hide in the bushes either. Yeah. 
just hanging out waiting for Danny to show up. Well, I mean, your, it doesn't even work because your beard just kind of pops out from under there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a garden gnome. What is that? Well, when the birds start nesting in our bushes, we know that Lee's beard <laughs> has attracted them to lay yes. eggs. <laughs> it's mating season. Yes. <laughs> Before eggs laid in there and stuff. I'm like um, Peter on uh, Family Guy when that endangered bird yes. couldn't shave his beard. That's gonna, dude, <laughs> I picture that every time I see it because it's like, so one day that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gray flamingo. Don't touch it. Well, then, guys, we have a great show for you today. We are continuing our trip down memory lane in regards to Walt Disney World's marketing, promotions, celebrations, campaigns that we've had throughout the years. And uh, yeah. So let's get to it, y'all, because this is a lot of fun listening to last week's commercials and all the jingles and all the different things like Mini Moo. I Mini remember Moo. Mini Moo. I have pictures of Mini Moo. And hopefully you do, too. Cinderella birthday cake. Yep. The birthday cake castle. The wand. The tree of dream. The tombstones at the front of Epcot, whatever they're called. <laughs> but people refer to them as tombstones. But guys, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go continue reliving the magic. And of course, like I said at the beginning, this is a continuation of last week's show in which we were talking about all the promotions, the marketing campaigns, the celebrations that Disney World has had throughout the years. And on last episode, we ended with, we're getting towards the end of Iser's reign, going into Iger's reign, and we had the Eigner. Yeah. The Eigner period of transition. The Eigner experience. The Eigner experience, yeah. So the we, last thing we talked about was the 100 years of magic. Yes. Celebrating Walt Disney's 100th, would have been 100th birthday. Right. And we're going to continue on for there all the way up to present day, guys. So hopefully these things, we're not going as far way back as we did last week's episode, but yes. a lot of things may still ring true to a lot of y'all's memories. So I think, Yeah, this is going to be like, I believe Lee said, like the, the one we're about ready to cover is the very first time he can remember being in, in park during a uh, an anniversary celebration. Oh, so these are the Lee yeah. years now. Uh, yeah. So oh, now. Last week was before Lee. Right. And this, this week is in the year of lee it's like jesus in the bible it's before lee and after lee okay before lee and after yes yeah all right where are we so, starting where, where, where are we going we're going to the happiest celebration on earth this oh is, i remember that you remember right. that i do this ran from may 5th of 2005 until september 20th of 2006 ah katrina years yes yes <laughs> very well remember yes. this i really we had a vacation booked and we just knew we were going to have to cancel it and did y'all end up going we oh, did no, yeah you we did. Okay. absolutely did we, we stuck it out and we made it and uh i remember there were some tense times there because we didn't think it was going to happen mm-hmm. i remember aaron writing to disney and saying you know maybe think about doing a little hurricane katrina relief by offering uh free tickets to <laughs> hurricane victims or discounted promotions something, something like that and they're like yeah, uh, please don't uh, write us anymore, <laughs> and uh, we're going to have to uh, refer you to our legal department now, because <laughs> we do not appreciate outside ideas. It's stalking. <laughs> that was a short-lived promotion, Year of a Million Refugees? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Year of a Million Stresses, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so in salute to the 50th anniversary of Disneyland, Disney theme parks around the world united in 2005 to bring guests uh, never before seen attraction, entertainment, and activities from around the world. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a taste of the promotional campaign that we got back then. So, Kevin, you ready? Oh, hold on. Okay. Hmm. Say, this herd's moving kind of slow, eh? 
It's our biggest celebration in 50 years, and everybody is going to be there. The only one missing is you. Log on to find out more about all the new attractions coming this year to the happiest celebration on Earth. All right, there you go. So, primarily, this is what I remember the most about the uh, happiest celebration on Earth. What they did to the castle was perhaps like that was the one thing i don't think i've ever heard anybody complain about and i could be wrong there might be somebody somewhere who has some kind of a a gripe with it but in honor of the happiest celebration on earth cinderella's castle received a highly detailed renaissance style facade complete with banners and tapestries uh but most importantly golden statues of many of the disney characters surrounding it so you got to see Peter Pan and Wendy and Michael and John flying around the turret and you got to see the Cheshire cat up there. All these golden characters interwoven into the castle and it just sparkled. It was beautiful to me. At the center of the castle, there was a giant mirror that faced the hub that regularly changed to show all the Disney theme park castles from around the world. So you get the castle, uh, you know, Bell's Castle from France. You get the Disneyland Castle, Tokyo Castle. Um... And they really made it up to be something special. Beyond that, every park received a attraction from a different area from around the world. So the Magic Kingdom received Cinderella Bration, which was a castle show that they got from Tokyo, in which Cinderella was crowned a princess during a coronation ceremony attended by all the Disney princesses. Epcot received Soren from Disneyland in mm-hmm. California. MGM received a high-octane stunt show called Lights, Motors, Action, featuring specially designed cars, motorcycles, and jet skis. Uh, Animal Kingdom didn't receive anything from any other park, but what they did get was Expedition Everest, which was just a home run on every level. At that time, the Yeti still moved. It was glorious to see. And uh, Lucky the Dinosaur, if you remember him. Yeah, that's when they changed the name of my attraction. (laughs) 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 That whole damn movie came out, and now it's Dinosaur. Yes. And they had Dinosaur, and then they have Lucky the Dinosaur. Of course, they're unrelated, but still, it happened. You don't sound at all bitter, though. No, no, not at all. He hides it well. Uh, Also, the Magic Kingdom received uh, Jack Sparrow added to the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal at the time, uh, where you got Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Small World reopened. There was a a refurbishment there where they redid the soundtrack, the queue, upgraded all the dolls' costumes, and uh, Epcot received Turtle Talk with Crush. That was an addition that wasn't really advertised as being part of the happy celebration on Earth, but it was around that exact same time. Yep. Um, also, all the restaurants, the signature dining restaurants, I, sh- I should say, had uh, new dishes that were inspired in some kind of a way by this. And I- I'll never forget uh, one of the one of the desserts I had over at the Brown Derby. It, it, they had a, a dessert themed to um, Lights Motors Action, where it was a wheel of chocolate that left a tire track <laughs> of <laughs> chocolate. And so I was trying to find, yeah. <laughs> Again, there was a lot of research to be done with it, but I was trying to find something somewhere that could kind of go through as to all the different uh, menu options that they Mm -hmm. had that were uh, influenced or uh, inspired by by these attractions. But I really couldn't find anything. But I definitely remember it because I remember getting it at the time and thinking about how cool that was. 
But this is, again, this is probably my second favorite one, just on the strength of how beautiful that castle was alone. Uh, I love this one. Yeah. No, no, there was, there was a lot of good things there, and that, that explains how we got a lot of the attractions that we got at that time. Yes. I mean, Lights and light, Motors Action, which is no longer there. No. Um, but it came from Disneyland Paris, you know, it came over here, and uh, it hung out for a little while, and slowly just kind of, I guess, fell out of favor and stuff, or it just wasn't as popular, or they're trying to make way for other things that were going to happen in the studios. You know what I remember the most about that stunt show was they would show you how the cars would do a certain stunt. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always thought, like, I was young, I always thought, like, the you just had a car, you just made it do all these crazy turns and stuff, and the guy basically said that they gutted out the car. Yeah, and they put yeah. the motorcycle engines, because it was lighter, and they used bump shifts. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, I always was like, man, it just blew me away. This, I, never, I never forgot that. Never forgot that. that was kind of cool, especially with the whole studio's motif. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of fit pretty well. Absolutely did. It was one of the few attractions that still fit into the framework of what the studios were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I found um, when I was researching online, I thought it was an interesting little tidbit was that the prom- that opening day promotion was so big in Disneyland that they had so many people lining up before park hours. They had to queue them into the Disney California Adventure, uh, which I guess it was. I don't know if it was still called that back then, but they had to queue them up into there to make room for everyone, so there wasn't you know they weren't out on the streets. Uh, waiting in line to to get into Disneyland. It's like, man, that's a lot of damn people. That doesn't surprise. Well, but it, there's also not a whole lot of space between <laughs> Disneyland and, well, right, and true, the California Adventure. But, but yeah, no, it, it is significant. Yeah, a lot of people. No, that kind of sound like something they'd have to do for Star Wars when Galaxy's Edge opens. Yeah, and believe me, dude, if there was time, I really kind of wanted to go in because this really was primarily a Disneyland celebration, even though it was celebrated everywhere else. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was well done. And, and look, I mean, that's responsible for giving us. Still to this day, two what you would Soarin', consider yeah. e-ticket attractions in Soren and Expedition Everest, yeah. and Jack Sparrow. That that was that was significant at that time. That was, yeah. I mean, people were excited to ride Pirates of the Caribbean to see that. And so the next one up is Disney's Year of a Million Dreams, and that ran from October first of two thousand and six to December thirty first of two thousand eight. So over two years mm. was spent on the Year of a Million Dreams. That's how popular of a promotion it was. And um, just to kind of give you a taste of it, let me play the commercial that they ran advertising it. Morning. 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 Every day, we prepare to make your dreams come true in ways you've never imagined. Come live your dream during the year of a million dreams going on right now at the place where dreams come true. Visit DisneyParks.com. That is one of my favorite commercials. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you you see the people working in the parks at Disney getting ready for the mat. You see the pirates lined up to collect their sword. You see them giving the dog the key to the jail. The hitchhiking ghosts show up yep. and they're checking in for work. I mean, <laughs> it really is a well done commercial. Uh, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. So, Year of a Million Dreams focused on making the wildest Disney dreams come true for its guests. Teams of cast members known as the Dream Squad appeared at various spots around Disney World throughout the day to hand out prizes to whoever happened to just so be there at that time. More common prizes ranged from pins and special Mickey ears to all-day dream passes. There was admission to hard-ticket parties and VIP tours that were a little bit more rare, 
There was also admission to hard ticket parties and VIP tours. Much more rare and coveted were daily multi-day vacations, cruises, DVC memberships, and world tours to all the Disney properties. But the absolute top prize for many people was something that no amount of money could buy, and that was... Narcuzzi's Breakfast Buffet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> love that buffet. I love that buffet. The Narcuzzi's. And they're good. They're good breakfast. No, no. That's, no. We're talking about the castle suite. Yeah, we're talking the about Cinderella's the castle. castle suite. Yes. You got to spend the night in Cinderella's in castle park. suite. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that really is the ultimate like prize, isn't it? If you think about it. I mean, it's it's so unobtainable. I mean... For someone like a regular person to say, okay, well, I want to be DVC. It'd be nice if they gave it to me. But if I save up enough money, I can do it. Or, you know, I want to go on adventures by Disney. It's going to be tough, but I would say, but no, no normal person will ever be able to stay in the castle. That's true. Just, it's amazing. Like, it's like the ultimate prize. It really is. I'm, I'm sure they even tell, like, Make-A-Wish kids. I's I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. Yeah, Tom Cruise already today. got it booked up, so yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> got to talk to John C. today. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, no, yeah. No, that I remember the atmosphere at that time where people were just kind of looking around. I mean, people would cut another family's throat <laughs> to get that. They were, like, listening in when they saw somebody walk up, and they're like, I can just run over, and I can just grab the key to that Take damn suite. People were, were bloodthirsty for that castle suite. They wanted that castle suite. Yeah, there were all kind of theories going around as to when that you had to show up at certain times. And people were like, well, if you gave it this way. Like, people were trying to crack the formula of when the Dream Squad would show up for certain events. It was crazy. The castle code. Squad. Castle. Squad. But anyway, it was the parks were all made up beautifully with the signage mm-hmm. and um, artwork advertising the event. Even the monorails got... Makeover for that. Um, yeah, the Golden Fast Pass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Golden Fast Pass. How can you forget? Yep. There was a new castle show called Dream Along with Mickey, where Mickey and friends helped Donald realize his dreams by celebrating the magic of them. Uh, Walt Disney World received a new parade called Dreams Come True Parade that was pretty similar to the previous parade, except that the floats were missing the snow globes. <laughs> 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 pretty much about it. Uh, then they had the Let's Have a Ball show located directly behind Cinderella's castle. So you had a castle show behind the castle now mm-hmm. where Aurora and Prince Philip host a royal ball and children dance and make merry alongside everyone else. Then you had Woody's Cowboy Camp in Frontierland where Woody, Jesse, and Bullseye hosted a hoedown with cast members all dressed up with cowboys and cowgirls dancing out in the middle of Frontierland. Uh, do you yeah. have the debut of the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor? Yes. Yes, <laughs> that's all there is to say about the Monsters yes. Inc. Lab Floor. Moving on. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And then you had the Main Street Family Fun Day Parade, which was really lame. It was. I don't remember this. It was a little patriotic flag waving thing where you start off and, and they marched you. Like right. you got behind this little antique looking car. Uh, where the family of the day was in there when they were randomly selected. They got to sit in there and they drove on down Main Street. They all gave you flags and you waved your little flags and got to the end of the street and they played Yankee Doodle Day. It was like a patriotic Mm sing-along and that was about it. And they marched you. Yes, they marched you. And you liked it. Take high on my marches. Schnell! You will march to the end of Main Street. (laughs) Chaser! I, re- I remember distinctly uh, the amount of anticipation in the air during that time. And I remember we won a fast pass mm-hmm. 
uh, out there. Like somebody just like walked up on us, like here you go. Like wait, yep. We were we were watching the uh, the animation uh, show. What, what do you call it? The um, animation academy. Yeah, well, and. and- Magic of Disney Animation. Magic of Disney Animation. Yeah, Thank yes. you. All right. So, and, and they're sitting there and right before the show begins. Out walks the Dream Squad. And they're like, hey, y'all, all just one fast passes for the entire day over at, uh, over at MGM Studios. And you're like, yay, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, let's figure out some stuff to do. And that, those were those old, like, where they had, like, the lanyard, yeah. and the blue things. Mm-hmm. And you just peeled off the little side like of it. Like Wayne's World? Huh? Was it like Wayne's World? We had, like, the... Backstage pass, backstage pass. Backstage no, pass. no, like it had like little things. Jut- yeah, yeah, stuff that you like had to peel tabs off. jutting out of it, and you have to like break it off and hand it off to somebody. It was oh, like drink coupons, kind of maybe <laughs> whatever drink coupons are. Yeah, they weren't serving. Uh, up I don't know. Like when, when we have our Nashville meetings, we always have like these little bracelets. Okay, and they have like little little squares you got to break off if you want a free drink and. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 just yeah. like that. Yeah. Sure. Basically, just like that. It's like a yeah. drink coupon you wear on your neck. Step around your neck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, cool. the, only, uh, the only other thing I remember, because that was the first time I took Hannah mm-hmm. with us during that time, and they had a high school musical parade. We were just getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's quite all right. No, I was going Perfect through with segue. each. So, yeah, Magic Kingdom received that. MG, uh, well, Hollywood Studios, it was just becoming Hollywood Studios at this time, received High School Musical Pep Rally. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Animal Kingdom received Finding Nemo the Musical, and uh, Epcot received The Seas with Nemo and Friends. So not a whole lot in the way of great attractions, uh, you know. Yeah, but... No e-ticket stuff here, but this is the beginning of the Iger years. So this is when e-tickets are, are fewer and farther between. But yeah, you wanted to... No, I was just saying. Yeah, I, I just remember about the uh, High School Musical. Guys. Yeah, no, you, well, you you got to it. Um, I just remembered Hannah. You know, when she was younger, was a huge fan, and then yeah, she saw that that pep rally, and her eyes light up, lit up, and she was like, "Yeah, let's go see it." I'm like, "Oh God, I've already seen the movie like 80 million times." <laughs> you liked it? I I, I like the Didn't I like the second one. It? Well, God, did we have something where you voted for High School Musical or something like with Disney songs or something? You're like, yeah, I like that. Oh, it was the like the rally basketball song. There you go. Something. You uh, like that? But I'm just saying, like we we stayed. I remember like that caught off guard and mm-hmm. having to be there and and watching. It's one thing when you're actually seeing the you know the actors singing the songs, but yeah, the the pep rally itself was pretty cool. It was a lot of people. I remember that. Who was in it? Was that Zac Efron? Zac Efron and was Selena in it. Gomez. That's it. It's a blonde chick. And uh, yeah, but she, I, I remember, remember she lived with the hair. Brother with the hair. I, I don't forgot his name, but he was in Jump In because I had to watch that too. I might oh. still own that somewhere. <laughs> I'll, but, wait, I'll wait for Jump In too. Jump out. <laughs> <laughs> jump in, jump out. Jump in too, double Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she loved, I remember she loved that. And I mean, every picture that we took, that girl had a huge grin on her face. So yeah, absolutely. Any other uh, uh, Lee? Did you experience the year of a million dreams? Did you? Did any of your dreams come true? No, but well, it was such a cool promotion because it really could just happen to anybody at any time, yeah, uh, anywhere. And it was more. I mean, if you like get a little thing on the email, it's like, hey, you know, um, we're giving away a free trip to Disney. You sign up for it, but you know you're not going to win. You right. know what I mean? It's like, yeah, right. Like they're giving away one trip between you know a million people. So you know you're not going to win. But, I mean, this was something like you could – everyone had a really good chance of getting something because they were giving stuff away left and right. And then, again, sometimes it was something small like a pin or even, like you said, fast passes. But just the fact that you were there, you had a, a really good chance of getting something. Um, and so, yeah, I think that was pretty cool. See, I liked it. 
but I didn't love it. I, and, and it was because of that aspect of it. Because like I said, I mean, it, it became a thing of you'd sit down at, you know, at the end of the night to uh, sit down with family like, oh, okay, what did y'all see? And everyone sat down. Did you get anything? No, I didn't get anything. Did you get anything? No, I didn't get anything. Man, I saw some people get something. How did I get something? Like it would create this thing where, I mean, A, you're not really getting a whole lot of, you know, really great new attractions that come in and it kind of created this little competitive aspect where mm-hmm. almost like if you didn't walk away with that Cinderella's dream suite you're going to be disappointed because <laughs> you're walking in with oh I might get it I might because everyone wanted that like the lottery yes. yeah like within the car on a game show mm-hmm. so I liked it but I didn't love it because of that aspect of it because it kind of there was a sense of oh, well I didn't win anything today I didn't get all I got was a lousy pin or, or whatever it was you know so for that reason, I'm kind of lukewarm on this one, uh, Kev. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I never won anything, but I do remember somebody. Well, I guess making some magic for me, and it's they they had they got the golden fast pass, but they they were leaving and they they couldn't use them all, so they said, "Here, won't you take it and you can use it?" Like, oh, well, that's nice, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I, I got indirectly, I guess, I got a little dream. <laughs> you got secondhand magic. I got yeah, I got seconds. Yeah. God bless I that got paper. The, fast, yeah, sloppy, fast. sloppy seconds. Sloppy, uh, floppy seconds. Gotcha. But you were cleaning it up. Yeah, as much as I could. Like okay. I said, I didn't win anything. So uh, yeah. yeah, we can move on. But that was a fun trip. <laughs> I, I remember that trip. That was a fun. It was a year of a million dreams and a room full of losers. <laughs> That's right. Hey, nobody right. get to sleep in the castle. Okay. But it was still cool. I mean, it's just the it potential was. of maybe winning something. Well, and that's you know that's one of those things where you kind of look back on it and you're like, oh, I missed a year of a million dreams because that pretty much marked the beginning of the end for the fully themed multi-year celebrations in the parks. I mean, that was the end of it. We didn't know at the time, but yeah, now yeah. we look back upon it, you're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah, Disney yeah. started focusing their campaigns uh, on um, promoting a singular message through... Disney at, parks. Yeah, at, at best you would get like... Branding. Little treats or free little park perks or, or something yeah. like that. It all went downhill from there. It kind of all went down from hill. You're right. And we didn't. We never saw it coming. And Because um, there were no more celebrities doing the commercials. Well, they weren't doing anything on TV anymore as much. That's no. true. That's a yeah. huge they impact. They would that. have like concerts every once in a while in the park and they'd talk about like little new things going on in the park and stuff like that. But it wasn't but it, anything extensive like they used to do. No. It, was yeah. just it wasn't like where, like, again, you walked in for a uh, happiest celebration and there's gold and the Mickey ears with the 50th on. You see them everywhere. Yeah. You saw it everywhere. Like there was no more. You walk in, the entire park's decorated. It's been transformed. Yeah. So the very first of these uh, toned down celebrations if you will, uh, was the What Will You Celebrate campaign that started out in 2009. Now, I remember this, yeah. Lee, when did you start being a travel agent? Oh, let's see. So uh, this is my fourth year. So... 2014? Yeah, 2014. uh, Beginning of 2014. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. That's four years. (laughs) So we've been podcasting longer than you've been a travel agent. Yeah. Wow. About, About the same, yeah. So, yeah, okay, I'm kind of curious to see about when this coincides, where you start taking over, and you're like, because I'm sure when Disney announces one of these things, you get a lot of promotional materials on this. Well, it depends, you know, on what it is, but if nothing else, we're definitely, like, aware of it. Okay. Emails and, you know, product campaigns and stuff like that. I don't know if they're giving way too much uh, advertising materials, but... Okay. Well, uh, let's get back to then, what will you celebrate? And so the ad campaign states... When you think about it, there's so much in life worth celebrating. Birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, personal triumphs, or promising new beginnings. 
all deserve to be wrapped in magic and transformed into magnificent memories that will live forever in your heart. This is the year to gather with all the people who make you the happiest and celebrate any of life's special moments at the place where dreams come true. Doesn't that sound nice? Uh, and it does, but yet ambiguous. Let, let's give you a commercial. It's the time of your Think about it. There's so much in life worth celebrating. From the smallest moments to the biggest milestones to beginning January, joining us at one of our parks on your birthday. Absolutely free. Register your birthday now at DisneyParks.com. What will you celebrate at the place where dreams come true? Who remembers that? Yeah, I remember that. All right. What will you celebrate? <laughs> <laughs> and that commercial, obviously, they're showing, this is the one with the Mickey balloons, and they're chasing around people all up in the streets where they're having special little moments, like you're graduating high school or you're, you know, just scored the big touchdown or whatever. There's the balloons chasing you down as if to say, come celebrate with us. And this really is what popularize uh, and, and, and help create the, the pins that you see now when you walk into Walt Disney World. And people are like, you know, yeah, happy birthday or happy anniversary or any of those things. This is kind of where all that kind of came from. Yeah. Um, but this is all based upon new research that was being done at the time that showed that families were planning their trips around life's special moments, memories, and milestones to celebrate with their loved ones. Uh, this trend was dubbed by experts as celebration vacations. Celebration vacation. Celebration vacation. It'd be the other way around. So, like, if you got married, your honeymoon, that's a celebration. You know, it's somebody's birthday, grandma's turning 60. It's celebration vacation. Get the family together. And Disney was now learning about this. And they were like, oh, well, why not celebrate here? We do <laughs> celebrations pretty good. And this is kind of where you started seeing them doing stuff like grand gatherings. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where well, you would have like the magic yep. fireworks cruise and all that kind of thing. Or you'd, uh, the customizable T-shirts and, and they would do you could pre-order room decorations and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah, it was basically Disney saying, hey, come celebrate uh, all your major life moments here. Like, st step it up a notch. That's, yeah. that's funny. Bump like. it up a notch. So, as far as the Grand Gatherings go, I remember that was kind of a big deal because there were certain things that you could only do if you had a party of eight or more. Yes. So, there were special, yeah, special fireworks cruises. You know, some of those things that are still around today used to only be for for these large parties, you know, parties of eight or more. And that, I thought that was kind of cool that, you know, the, you, that was an incentive for you to bring everyone along from the family, like bring mom and dad and grandma mm -hmm. and grandpa and everyone so we can do these specialized grand gatherings. Uh, Absolutely. Together. Yeah, and Aaron and I were actually talking about, he reminded me about that uh, while we were at uh, dinner for 4th of July. Uh, and we were talking about, because we took that Pirate and Pals fireworks cruise in, and they've changed the name of it now. It's just like the, what, the fireworks Mm -hmm. no, it's, it's still Pirates and Pals. It's still Pirate and Pals? Or maybe it was something yeah. different and they changed it to Pirate and Pals. I can't but remember there what was, it was. But I think it used to be called something before it was called Pirates and Pals. That may have been it. That may be what I'm thinking of. Uh, but, but yeah, we, way, were yeah we did the same thing. We did that, that exact cruise. That was 
yeah. with me and my mom and dad and my sister and brother. We were reminiscing about that and how, yeah, you needed a certain amount of people in order to go ahead and pull that off. And, and that was, uh, yeah, that was part of the whole, they had like a whole thing at, where you could have like a, uh, was it breakfast at Tony's or yeah, something? Yeah, a lot of different things. Yes, and, yeah. And I guess Iger was like, oh, wait a minute, we can just do this all the time and make money. <laughs> <laughs> That's it exactly. And now it's kind of become a thing. Like I said, now you go walk in, in the park and you'll always see somebody with a pin on what are, with what they're celebrating. Right. They yeah. ask you that when you check in, what do you celebrate? Is there anything you're celebrating? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's part of the culture thing. Yeah. yeah. And I just kind of point out, this is uh, 2009 is about when the Disney fan community really ramped up with all the podcasts and stuff. Yes. Starting around 2005 is when oh, it okay, began. Cool. With a few shows, and then between 2005 and 2009, there was that exponential growth. Mm-hmm. And it was still before the Magic Our Way podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you mean there was a world before the Magic Our Way podcast? There was, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. B- but it was a bleak one. There's BMOW, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, now we're in AMOW. <laughs> the B-O what? <laughs> the B- uh, BYOB? Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, this promotion, though, is probably best remembered for awarding guests free park admission on their birthday. Yes. Did ah. you ever take advantage of that? No. I uh, could never arrange it around my birthday. That no, but my friend uh, Kevin, if you remember, with the free to three thing, he, yes. he did. He took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he's a school teacher and his birthday's in July. So it was like, oh, well, perfect. Oh, of course. <laughs> he's yeah. off. He's <laughs> off already. So we decided to do it. Uh, but no, I, I, mine was in April. So it's like, nah, I, I can't take off at the moment. Yeah, mine was in March. And so there was no way to get the whole family together for a March Disney vacation. Yes. But anyway, uh, all it took was a valid ID. Proof of birthday, online registration. You'd have to, you know, go register your birthday online. The other thing was, is instead of getting a uh, a free admission, you could get a birthday fast pass. Was my understanding. Mm. Again, I wasn't there for my birthday, so I couldn't validate this. But from what I read, it, it appears that you could have also gotten a birthday fast pass, good for several of the park's top priority attractions at any time during the day. Oh, that's cool. So kind of like what you said. Kind of makes sense. If, yeah. If you're an annual pass holder, you know you don't need a free ticket in. Or exactly. Yeah. If you're already going to be there anyway, and I've already bought five days worth of tickets, what's you know, what are you helping me out by? I only got to buy four days. Mm-hmm. Right. The only change to any attractions is that the Disney Dreams Come True Parade became the celebrated Dream Come True Parade. Mm-hmm. Big, big difference. Uh, <laughs> the new music, though. I mean, so then right. they had a new street party that debuted called "Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It." Yeah. Exactly. Which always seemed to happen like ten million times a day. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of shaking. Yeah, so every single time we were leaving the park early, we'd walk past "Move It, Shake It, Celebrate mm-hmm. It." Outside of that, Disney's Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure was added to Epcot. <laughs> The American Idol experience was added to Disney Hollywood Studios. Way five, late. Yes, five years too late. <laughs> a little bit. And President Barack Obama was added to the Hall of Presidents. Yay. Yes, sir. The standing president. All right. That leaves us into their next promotion, which was give a day, get a Disney oh, day. Oh, get a Disney day. There yeah. you go. 2010, give a day, get yes. a Disney day. Disney hoped to inspire families to volunteer in their communities during 2010 through this first-of-its-kind program. One million people who performed volunteer service for a participating organization would receive a free one-day admission ticket to a Walt Disney World resort or Disneyland theme park. So here, That was kind of cool. I, yes. I thought that was cool. And they used the Muppets to promote this, so here you go. Okay, volunteers, is everybody ready? Yeah! And let's do this! Let's do it! Woo! You're cute! Okay, back it up, back it up! do need do Whoa! That's gonna leave a mark. Electrical check! Hmm. Doesn't it feel great to volunteer? And a free ticket to Disney doesn't hurt either. 
beginning January. Give a day of service to a participating organization and get a one-day ticket to one of our parks free. Visit DisneyParks.com for details. So there you go. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, remember that. that very well as well. I never did it. Did anybody do it here? No. No, no never did it. At time the volunteer. I mean, here's the thing. When you're from out of town, what does one day do to you? <laughs> right. One day just reminds you of how badly you need to stay another six days right? in order to really experience anything. One more day. Lee, I don't even think Lee lost, if you call day. up Lee Lastavica and say, Lee, can you book me a Disney vacation for one day with my I would free- say, uh, actually, no, I don't get paid like that. <laughs> I thought you just hang up the phone all the way. One day for That's what? That's funny. Uh, but basically, uh, on January 1st, 2010, the public was encouraged to go to DisneyParks.com, search for a volunteer activity, and sign up. The opportunities were coordinated by the Hands-On Network, which is the uh, lar- nation's largest volunteer network. And many of the available activities offered opportunities for families to volunteer together. So you didn't have to do it all on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, Mom, Dad, Little Jenny... Billy can all go to the go somewhere and figure out something that y'all can do together because clearly mom and dad. Well, I guess you could go without the kids, but that wouldn't be right, would it? Nope. Mm-mm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and by completing a single day of volunteer service, you received a voucher to get a free one-day ticket to either Disneyland or Disney World. In addition, the free tickets were fully upgradable, so uh, even if you had annual passes, you, you could just pay the difference and get um, you know and, and choose your upgrade. Mm, nice. Um, Outside of that, the only new offerings was that they they reopened Captain EO. That was that was it for twenty ten. So and it lasted for a little while. All the money they spent producing it may as well have. So of every one of the celebrations thus far, that one had probably the least impact going forward into Disney World. Like nothing of that lasts to this day that I'm aware of. No, not that I remember of, yeah. I mean, I, the intentions were nice, but I, yes. yeah, just, I don't know if it was the way that it was executed. I, I just don't know. But you kind of had to work to go I, on a vacation, essentially. But, I mean, that's okay, because they're, they're promoting volunteerism and helping out within yeah. your community. Yeah, and no, nothing's wrong I with that. that. Nothing's but, wrong like, with that. And, if, look, if you're in uh, Florida, that that's great. If you're, you know, if you've got to you know, take a, a eight-hour plane ride to go to Disney World, yeah, one day isn't going to do much for you. Right. right. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the the bottom line is that, okay, so let's say I'm going to go to Disney, or this this thing inspires me to go to Disney. So, all right, hey, look, I'll, uh, I've got a free ticket, so let me go the vacation around. Well, you know what that free ticket is worth if if you're going for at least four days? About $12.50. You know, because after you get past four days, you know, that extra ticket day is going to cost you about, you know, 12 or 15 bucks. Huh. So, you know, it's like, unless you're just going for one day, which who would do that to go, you know, get on a plane and go all the way over there for one day? It just didn't make sense. But there was good intentions and probably had good effects, but it didn't really just stick on the radar. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't become famous as a cool celebration. No, and... Like I said, no lasting impact, no uh, attraction that still exists from it to this day. It was a great idea, but yeah, um, and I'm sure a lot of people did take advantage of it. I don't mm-hmm. know if they ever got to their million. I didn't, I didn't really follow it through that, and I'm not sure Disney would announce that anyway. Right. But um, yeah, it was it was a great idea, but uh, as far as promotions go, probably not one of the not, not one of the strongest for not sure. Not one no. of the strongest. Yeah. So that leads us into. 
the next promotion that went from 2011 to 2013 called Let the Memories Begin. This one actually lasted a good while. Yeah, this is when Magic Army Podcast started. Yes. 2012, yay. Hey. One year. One year before Lee Lastavica realized his calling as a Disney travel agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this promotion's focus was on cherishing life's special moments in the Disney theme parks. So the ad campaign states... No one has to tell a parent how quickly kids grow up, but memories are the secret to keeping them forever young. And Disney memories, they're magical things that dance in our dreams and live happily ever after in our hearts. So here is the uh, Let the Memories Begin. And we're going to do the Disneyland version because the Disney World version of this... Mm -hmm. It was just all musical. So there was a Disneyland version, a Disney World version for a uh, more... um, For more context... Yeah, for well, Spiel, since we're a not a visual podcast, uh, so you can get a little bit of a flavor, a sense of the flavor of the promotion. Here you go. Forever young. We're getting on the plane right now and going to Disneyland. We're going to California. Has a moment ever hugged you and never let go? You can start today, making memories that will last a lifetime. So what are you waiting for? Let the memories begin at the place where dreams come true. Now, this promotion will probably be forever best remembered for the fad of parents surprising their kids on the way to the airport. We're going to Disney World. We're going to Disneyland and videotaping it and putting it on the Internet. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, this is this commercial is one that really popularized surprise your kids that you're going to Disney World. That's that's what people took away from this. So, oh my God, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I just won't tell Jenny that we're going to... And if you watch that video, that's what that is. It's a series of parents telling their kids at the airport, guess where you're going? Where are we going? Where are you lying to me for a month and a half? You know, when we first started, I don't think I remember even covering this. No, no, no. But that's where this kind of... In my opinion, I'm not saying this hasn't been documented. I don't have statistics, but this is the first instance I could find where you started to see this this fad of people surprising their kids. People surprising their kids. Uh, Beyond that, let the memories begin. Featured uh, the magic, the memories in you, Mm. a groundbreaking projection show on Cinderella's castle. Each night's performance of the magic, the memories in you included guest park photos taken throughout the day up to yeah. 500 photos a day are projected on the cinderella's castle at the magic kingdom disney also asked guests to submit uh, photographs videos and text only memories um online uh there was a there was a let the memories begin website yep. and they would kind of dangle the carrot that if you had a good enough one well they would just use it in a disney advertisement so this is kind of the beginning of disney's very first foray into social media where it's mm-hmm. like you know go online photograph your life and send it to us and we'll put it into a media campaign hmm. and that and I, they I did remember that actually, yes now that you're saying i remember that being in disney when seeing people faces on the castle yes and that's pretty cool actually i mean you're there and you're like oh look there i am on the castle that's pretty badass that was a draw now i don't know if the show really ever caught on like the way it was supposed to but i mean yeah mm-hmm. that was the draw is that you showed up to see whether or not you ended up on the castle at the end of the night yeah, I think I had a BlackBerry back then, so it didn't really work out for me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of crowdsourcing-ish, isn't it? Getting your content, you know, from people. 
Yeah. This is creating yeah. it in your own. It is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so this theme, even though it was launched for 2011, uh, it happened to stay around through 2012, mm-hmm. 2013, and even some of 2014. Okay. Uh, let the memories begin signs with the entrance of all four parks and even downtown Disney, as well as the ticket and transportation center. So they did actually feature some signage, and you actually got some new offerings in and around the parks. So this is, we're looking at the exact same time, which is, it's kind of funny that nothing was really made of it, but the, I mean, in the promotion materials, but this is when New Fantasyland opened. So you got the Little Mermaid, you got the Great Goofini, mm-hmm. Enchanted Tales of Belle, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, the Be Our Guest Restaurant, and uh, actually Sorcerers, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom mm. also debuted around this time. Hollywood Studios got the Star Wars The Adventure Continues uh, upgrade. Upgrade, yep. Animal <clears throat> Kingdom got nothing. Uh, Epcot got Test Track 2.0, and it was a huge step backwards. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, Disney's Art of Animation opened, so that was nice. That was a plus. So, yeah, you, know, you got a little bit more, and you got the last two promotions, yep. that's for sure. Yeah, Art of Animation was a plus only because they finally did something with that property. Mm-hmm. The Legendary Years area. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was, lim- that was Let the Memories Begin. That was mm-hmm. their big uh, campaign. Uh, and, and it worked to an extent. I mean, people did enjoy that. People did enjoy being in. Now, for the first time, like you said, guests are involved mm-hmm. in the process. And um, that leads us into probably what I would think would be one of the most successful promotions in recent memory. And by recent, I mean like five years, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Limited Time Magic. Who remembers this? I do. I remember Limited Time Magic. This was done during 2013. Now, this one, there's no commercial for because they didn't really advertise this as a campaign because, like I said, Limited uh, Let the Memories Begin was still going on. So this was one Yeah, of- so it's kind of one of those things where you had to be at the right place at the right time. You, you couldn't... It's not like you could say, hey, I want to go the week where... You know, clear about the pa- the cow. The cow is going to be in Hollywood Studios, right? Or whatever. It was like, kind of like happen- you just there. It's like, oh, by the way, this is mm-hmm. what's going on this week. Yeah, and so basically, what it is is that each week in 2013, Disneyland and Disney World offered guests 52 weeks of magical surprises. Now, uh, the spectrum of uh, enticements ranged greatly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some weeks you'd see something as simple as like, oh, here's a new cupcake. Other ones, you'd bring back characters that you haven't seen in years and get photo opportunities that you couldn't get any any other way. Long lost friends, yeah. Your long lost friends, that. and they had that. like two weeks of of long lost friends. Yeah. If I remember correctly, that at was least pretty two popular. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the events went back and forth between being actual new activities or things that uh, made present everyday activities uh, a little bit just gave them a little bit more publicity. This one had the, I remember we, because I think we did a show on it, the true love thing during Valentine's. Yes, I was about ready to get to that. Oh, okay. Uh, So basically the idea was to make guests anxious to see what's going to happen when they visit. And so you had a couple different things that could happen, and each of them generally spanned about a week. So you had Long Lost Friends Week, where they brought back old characters you hadn't seen in a while. They had True Love Week, which took place during Valentine's. Eli, Eli, what would True Love Week have? What? Well, you're a resident Lothario. I mean... (laughs) Lothario. What should it have? Yes. Uh, it should, it should You're have. Eli Thario. I, it should definitely have some roses involved, a nice carriage ride or something. <laughs> some stitches, massage uh, areas, I would I would say. Well, you know, all those sounds good, but basically what it was is that <laughs> nope. you got meet and greets with princes and princesses and uh, 
you know, collectibles. The castle was lit in hues of red and pink. And um, you get to watch other people fall in love. That ain't true love. Well, you, if you went to a restaurant, they could have had like a special prefix, uh, like val- it was basically for Valentine's Day. It was like a Valentine's kind of thing. Yeah, well, no, that's yeah. what you, that's no, what you're thinking, just, girl. Look, you, you imagineered it. You you parked it. <laughs> yeah, I sure will park some love. There you <laughs> go. There, there's your Valentine's Day episode. Next week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> It's just that it's amazing how spontaneous things just happen. Disney Park love, it. park it, park that love. Uh, you had Pirate Week, uh, celebrating pirates, Adventures of Jack Sparrow. You'd have Pirate Palooza, where you have the pirate bands. Oh, who who couldn't forget this? The original boy band, the Dapper Dan, singing oh, boy band oh, songs. Oh, yes. yes, I remember that. Oh my gosh! Easter celebrations, monstrous summer all nighter, Dog Days of Summer, Unleash the Villains. Oh God, World Walt Disney World celebrating New Year's Eve every hour on the hour in Tomorrowland, the Rocket Tower plaza stage every hour on the hour they just count down yay happy new year it was like pleasure For island a week back. <laughs> yeah it was like, like pleasure island every in, in hour a week. <laughs> the entire lifespan they, of pleasure island in a week yes <laughs> they really started running out of ideas at one point and i think it's just like that's exactly it Liz. it's like <laughs> oh what do you want to do oh let's just do new year's eve every day sure why not we got nothing else <laughs> let's remember that magic day of holidays so now, just when you think these promotions are getting to the point where you're like, well, there's nothing really going in the parks. These are just campaigns. This is when you really get to this social media marketing and promotions with no real presence in the parks whatsoever. And that leads us to number uh, 15 on our, on our list. And, and we're almost through here. This is 2014, the year that Lee Lasavica became a travel agent. Lee, what was the big Disney campaign for 2014, when you, the, the year you became a travel agent? Uh, the campaign for me was give me your money because I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, please be my first Disney client so I could help pay the bills. Your campaign uh, was please really, hire me. Honestly, right? I, that is a blur to me. I don't remember what was going on. So tell me what it is and maybe it'll jog my memory. All right. Well, a far more successful campaign. <laughs> Show your Disney side. Who remembers this? Oh, you Disney side. Remember, yeah, a lot of hashtags. Yes. Disney yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this is picture. Now yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. This is when you're taking advantage of the hashtag and Instagram and MySpace. I think was still going in 2014. I, I could be wrong. Oh, I, remember, Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know. Tom from MySpace. He was everybody's friend. Uh, yes. But this campaign was meant to serve as a reminder that everyone has an inner child that wants them to eat cotton candy, ride roller coasters, and have fun without being worried that, about the responsibilities of everyday life. And a trip to the Disney parks allow you to do just that. So let's check out a commercial. I got you, Disney about side. Showing <laughs> your Disney side. Yeah, show me that. Disney backside. Your adventurous side is waiting, your relaxing side is calling. Your let's do it all side has arrived. And an unforgettable Disney vacation is all within your reach. And right now you can create a seven day package, including a select Walt Disney World Resort hotel room and theme park tickets for as little as $75 per person per day for a family of four. So come on, show your Disney side this year at the place where dreams come true. Park tickets for as little as $75 per person per day. You know, that almost reminds me of that, that Disney vacation planning video with those four people that hosted it yes and they have like oh this guy likes to relax this guy has adventurous side this guy this girl likes yeah. whatever dining or fashion or whatever i think that was the happiest uh, celebration one i could yeah. be wrong but yeah the, yeah the one guy just kept trying to find park benches to sleep on yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> i remember <laughs> this is like oh your adventurous side you're sleeping 
Well, you know, actually, this campaign, like, I picked that commercial because the other commercials were more visual. Mm-hmm. But it was there was also a whole series of commercials that featured parents being idiots. I don't know if you'll remember. Maybe as I talk about it, you'll remember it more. Mm-hmm. But it was basically a, a series of commercials of, of adults doing stupid things because they got lost up in their inner child. So, like, you would have, like, the, the family would be walking through Home Depot, and Dad would see, like, the big, huge light bulbs, and, and he would grab one, and he'd put on one of the welding masks, and he's like, turn to his kids, I am your father. <laughs> and he'd swing it, and the kids look at him like he's stupid until Dad just fell down and just crashed into a bunch of stuff. And they're like, eh, show your Disney side kind of thing. And then there was one where you had another dad who launches himself from a tree because he thinks he's Buzz Lightyear and like, do infinity and beyond. And dad goes flying and they're like, all right, come on, let's go get dad. <laughs> I vaguely remember these commercials. Yeah, like, kill oh, dad. Here, here's one of the more famous ones where the family's gathered around looking to the, in the aquarium full of fish. And they're like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Where's mom? And next thing you know, there's mom swimming in the aquarium and you hear do, 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 do. And you hear in under the sea. Oh, okay. So yeah. Mom swimming with the fishes. And they're like, show your Disney side. <laughs> Mom gets to scuba dive. Dad gets to die. <laughs> yeah. There's another one where, like, mom was dressed as a pirate, and she, like, went swashbuckling in, and she swung in and crashed. And, I mean, basically, it, it featured parents getting hurt <laughs> by acting <laughs> like idiots. And they're like, show your Disney side. And that was the idea, is that, you know, get in touch with your inner child. So that was the marketing campaign that existed. I don't even think that... Um, the words would pop up after the... Com- like, when the commercial was at the end, right? The words would pop up on the screen right well yeah i mean there was a whole thing about hashtag show your disney uh, disney side i think uh, yeah i kind of remember that yeah it was, you know so like basically you know you wanted to take a picture or video of you doing these kind of things hashtag at disney side and uh share it on whatever your you know, favorite social media platform was basically using its guests to advertise disney right and there's no mistaking it. They're absolutely saying we're 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 doing this social media thing. Yeah. Everything else, you're like, oh, that's shades of this. There, this is Pull all off. this is about. Yeah. Balls deep. This show is your happening. Side. Yes. <laughs> jump out a tree. Show your dizzy side. As long as you pay for the tickets first, just jump out the tree. So and they go they, punch that guy. Dizzy <laughs> side. They even had like a go <laughs> <laughs> punch that guy. And laugh in his face. Dizzy side. Dizzy side. Reminds me like Family Guy, Roadhouse, <laughs> <laughs> Disney side. He'll drive your car two hundred miles an hour. Don't worry about that cop trying to stop you. Disney Throw a pie side. in your boss's face, <laughs> Disney side. Disney side. <laughs> yes. Like Incredibles. Throw your boss through a wall, Disney side. <laughs> Disney side. <laughs> Throw your baby in the air. See if they disappear, Disney <laughs> side. <laughs> Oh man, they missed the opportunity right there. Dude, y'all should have wrote the 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 commercial. Yeah. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Yes. No, uh, so. On DisneySide.com, you were encouraged <laughs> to share uh, uh, your Disney side with the world via your photos or videos, or you could download the Disney side app. This is Disney getting involved in the app business. Oh, boy. Uh, to campaign I where you about that. Yeah. take your, your photo and turn yourself into an X-Wing pilot, or you could become a Pirate of the Caribbean or a Princess from Frozen, or you can make yourself Maleficent. And they, they even had like stuff like if you're in the park, you can unlock it. So, yeah, that was... Uh, that was really what was going on right there with the Disney side campaign. The only new offering was uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Uh-huh. But seeing they really didn't promote Fantasyland right. opening, they really didn't promote Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. But that was really the only reason that brought people back in 2014. I don't think Show Your Disney Side put one butt in the park. No, no, I don't think so. Again, this is a difference in promotion styles now where it, it has nothing to do with getting you to the park. It's more about you promoting 
yourself via Disney. Okay. Put your butt in the park. Disney yeah. said the side. Yeah, they're like, you're already there. I guess if you're already going to show up. Right. May as well just jump the lines. Disney side. <laughs> <laughs> Chase that cast member down. Jump out of that ride vehicle. Disney side. Disney side. <laughs> Oh man! So I guess when my dad stood up and killed Majaro, I mean, uh, Dizzy Sally River Rapid, Sally River Rapid, almost killed your he son's friend. Dizzy Sally, showing his side. Hey, that's right. He was showing his Dizzy side, man. He sure did. He sure did. Put on the seatbelt. <laughs> Dizzy side. Please sit down, sir. <laughs> Dizzy side. What about Dizzy side, boy? Sean Wu standing up on living with the land. Dizzy side. Dizzy side. Dizzy side. West Sean side. rocking the soaring vehicle. Disney side. <laughs> West Disney side. East Disney side. It's all Disney side. Ah. <laughs> Steve Tyler doing the shocker. Disney side. Oh. <laughs> Lee, did you ever encourage your clients to go show their Disney side? I just hashtagged that today with uh, when I was taking a picture for the podcast. I was like, ah, Disney side. What the heck? <laughs> it's not even a thing anymore, but I'm going to put it on here. I'll bring it back. Better late than never. I mean, we were working on this yeah. podcast. Does that count? Disney side? Disney yeah. side. Disney Absolutely. Side. That's how we were doing our Disney side. Hey, look, I- I'm playing hurt. Disney side. <laughs> Disney yep. side. I can barely think. My brain's in the fog, but I'm here working. Disney side. Disney, Disney side. side. I started off. The- this is like the beat. Michael Jordan flu game for me at, at this point in time. Yeah. Right? As this is over, I'm going to pass out. You're playing well. You're playing well. No, Disney side. Yeah. You. <laughs> You're almost there. You're almost there. Right. I am. I used to just give you guys pizza, but now I'm on the show. Disney, Disney side. <laughs> So that leads us to 2015, and their new marketing campaign, Unforgettable, happens here. This campaign (laughs) was aimed to zero in on the memories that friends and families make together at the Disney parks. And the ad campaign itself stated, around every corner, at any second or minute of every day, there's a magical moment waiting to happen. Moments both big and little become stories that will be forever told and retold and never forgotten. And here's a taste of your unforgettable happens here oh, yeah. commercial. Yeah, yeah. It's not Nat King Cole. What makes a world <laughs> truly unforgettable? Larger than life fairy tales. A world beyond belief. A galaxy far, far away. Or stories that come alive. Experience them all together. Six parks, one world. Unforgettable happens here. Buy your ticket now with 14 days for the price of seven. Walt Disney World Resort, Florida. That sounds like my Skype call. That's what I was thinking. I'm glad to see the Skype lady got some work. She got a side gig. Come to Florida. (laughs) Girl, yes, you can hear me. Yes, governor. Unforgettable happens here. Holiday. Four pogs. Yeah, that's a trippy voice. Her accent's pretty thick. Yes, it is. I thought parks was pogs. <laughs> pogs. <laughs> pogs happen here. Let's yes. see that Disney side. Four pogs. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, you know, we just said that, but there was also videos for wonder happens here. Family happens here. Togetherness happens here. And they would just, you know, tweak it in, in different ways. That was just unforgettable happens here. But I mean... Happens here. <laughs> <laughs> That's dead. true. That is absolutely true. Eighties <laughs> campaign. So the custodial workers walking out of the bathroom. Yes, <laughs> I've, I've got to think they probably had a shirt like that. Hashtag shit happens here. Yes. They, there was a hashtag unforgettable happens here. No. Oh, okay. I don't oh, forgot it. Yes, Disney used it for uh, Instagram, Facebook to help promote this. 
this is basically what their new promotion was. And even on the Disney Parks blog, they had unforgettable uh, family stories, which are like profiles of families who show, you know, how Disney uh, is a place where they make these special memories. Like they followed like three families. One was like a whole family that was that was hearing impaired. And, like, they couldn't speak. And so, like, you might remember this, where all of a sudden the, the child shows up and there's Tinkerbell and Tinkerbell signing to the deaf child yeah. her name. And the child's, like, blown away that Tink knows how to sign. Yeah. And it's a whole, uh, you follow the family all the way through. It was kind of heart-wrenching. Right. Um, then there was an, another family, where, you know, like, they had, like, a, it was almost like a Brady Bunch thing where one one had, like, six kids and the other had five kids. And now, now they're, like, a family of 11. Uh-huh. And they were showing, uh, you know, like, how they came together through Disney. And that's basically what it was all about is uh, families that were unique in some kind of a way. Um, and they showed them chicken into all-star movies because that's all they could afford. For <laughs> oh. 11 children. <laughs> <laughs> Disney side, dude, heartless. <laughs> Got eleven kids, you can't afford me. Disney side, <laughs> don't forget that. Camping in the campsites, <laughs> six tents <laughs> on one path. This is one kind outside. Yeah. Oh man, I, I mean that. I would like to seen some of those advertisements just kind of harken back to the old days, like you talked about last week. I mean, it, I, I I'm with last audience, week. <laughs> I'm with audience participation, but um, at, at the and, same time, what's trippy about that, or, or what's tough, is like they're forcing you to identify with people you don't know. I oh, mean, well, the, the, you can say you're in a family. That's just advertising. I, I hear you. No, I don't yeah. think they're forcing you to identify so much as you're saying, "Hey, look." You know, y'all just think this is just a little park with little rides. Look at how we bring families together and look at how special. You know, it's basically for the people who've gone and walked away and said, ah, that's too much walking. That's too much this. There ain't no magic in that park. And they go and they look at the commercial. And I'm like, well, I'll be darned. Look at how priceless that is. I should go back. It's kind of like immersive advertising versus getting something as a reward advertising, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, come to our park well, it's also- and you get this okay. and the versus like, um, hey, you can be part of this thing, this concept. This that yeah, this concept that we're throwing out there. Let's back to them tugging at the heartstrings again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also like, well, we don't have anything new to give you, but why don't you help us do our advertising for us? And <laughs> I would that. I was gonna say, yeah. like, you want to know what, what what was newly offered for that year, uh, Lee? Uh, Hollywood Studios. Go ahead. I can't think of anything. Oh, you can't think? Okay, well, here you go. Hollywood Studios gave us Star Wars Launch Bay. Animal Kingdom gave us Harambe Market. Uh, The Magic Kingdom gave us Skipper Canteen. Epcot gave us nothing. Mm. And Downtown Disney was rechristened Disney Springs. So Mm. four out of five places for you to spend more money. Yes. (laughs) I like like Harambe and Skipper Canteen. Unforgettable. It's really unforgettable. They erase some of the old stuff. There's something new. Give me more money. Hashtag Disney side. <laughs> Give me more money. Was this the last thing that uh, that that they had promotion? What twenty fifteen? No, no, that, that that was twenty fifteen. You want to oh, hear what happened in twenty sixteen? There's more. There's more. Oh, there's only hey, one. There's two, more. There's only like three more. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm okay. curious to know where they went from there. Okay, so where we went from there is the magic is endless. Was their promotion for twenty sixteen? Lee, are you familiar with the magic is endless? This is the problem. Like it, it all just becomes the same ad campaign 
it's it's all the same thing for the past four years. It's like, oh, thank you. Here's here's some nostalgia. Uh, you know wording. you love us. Bring your kids. Uh, bring your grandkids. Unfit- unforgettable is endless. Magic yeah, is endless. Okay. Dizzy side. Uh, magic thing. is unforgettable. Like you can just is, yeah. switch the words around and come up, come up <laughs> with your own. Really is like literally the show same your magic side. Right. You know. I mean, yeah. the magic is endless, but my wallet is not bottomless. Disney <laughs> side. <laughs> the lines are endless. <laughs> so the magic is endless. The ad, the ad campaign states there is a world like no other world where the things we love never end and smiles and laughter have no limits. You'll find them in four amazing theme parks, feel them in relaxing resort hotels, and discover them in places you didn't even know existed yet. Discover the magic of Walt Disney World Resort where moments and memories have no limits. And here we'll give you your commercial. There was a commercial. There was a commercial. Of course there was a commercial. Gotta have a commercial. Yeah! There is a world like no other world. Where happiness can be found around every corner. <laughs> Savory moments and moments to savor. Filled to the brim with memories and wonder. Because here, the laughter has no limits. Here, the magic is endless. You know, the sushi ad earlier was a, a savory moment. <laughs> and it, was, uh, it was a moment to savor, for sure. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so was the sake. So there you go. That was The Magic is Endless. In addition uh, to that... Uh, Unforgettable. Uh, yeah. That was catchy in the beginning, but I thought it was going to go with like an A-team kind oh, of thing oh, at first. Or something. Oh, it's magic. So in addition Ooh. to that sentimental nonsense, you can, <laughs> the, uh, the, the Walt Disney World added to its offerings... Star Wars, a galactic spectacular fireworks and club villain in Hollywood Studios. Animal Kingdom got Kilimanjaro nighttime safaris and Tiffins. Okay. Shout out to Cam. Epcot added Frozen Ever After and Soaring Around the World in Epcot. Mm. And the Magic Kingdom added the Muppets present great moments in American history. So as far as offerings go, not that bad for not that, that bad. year. No, not that bad. Not good. Well, why not put that in the commercial? Do you know, though, at the exact same time, that was the uh, Magic Kingdom's 45th anniversary and it did nothing? <laughs> like, except the I was here stuff. Like, they just kind of threw something together. But no year-long campaign. It was kind of like when they did Epcot's thing when we were there. Remember that Epcot's thing with the I was... And we were like, okay, we'll stand in line and get Kevin a, a figment, a yes. Funko figment. And we were like, Kevin... We're not standing in that line. Yeah, Funko it was the pen too, the, the big I remember button. That, yeah. yeah. And by the next day, Funko figments were everywhere. Yes. Especially eBay. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so that was their big 2016 campaign. So last year, does anyone remember the Disney World campaign for 2017? It was unforgettable. <laughs> it was forgettable. Dude, a lot of these I barely remember. You barely remember? But do, when you hear the commercials, does that strike a memory? That last one? Nope. Really? Yeah, it really did. Yeah, because like you remember like how the other commercials always because like those earlier commercials they were on TV shows or they were attached to the beginning of every VHS copy yeah, of any yeah, Disney movie you ever had. These later ones, I mean, yeah, they're they're a little bit harder to come by, but nevertheless, they did have a, a marketing campaign about it. Well, this is so about the time last. I'm not watching as much TV anymore. I'm, but, huh? I'm if anything, I'm Netflixing, binge watching. There's hardly any commercials. Yes, so yeah. I don't get the opportunity to run into these things. But they're few and far between. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, in the in the earlier ones that yeah, you had at least two or three of these commercials. I mean, what you're playing now, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like maybe I saw that one time, 
maybe probably on the time slot when I was at work. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't resonate. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. It's funny. I'll see these commercials with my kids, and, and then it's like we start talking over it. It's not like we're listening to what's being yeah. said. It's like, oh, Disney World, yeah, we gotta go, we gotta go. And one of them says, oh, I wanna go to Legoland. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, that wasn't in a commercial, yeah. baby. Well, when every single commercial is kind of like the same thing. Like I said, all these yeah, words see, are yeah. interchangeable. You see Dumbo yeah. picture people. Yeah. So uh, that leads us to 2017, where the tagline was, that's the power of magic. Oh, wow. I thought you were say, that's so Raven. No. <laughs> No, that's I was going to say that's the power of love. Oh, and, and that's the power of love. DeLorean and got the help Marty save his family. Marty! The ad campaign states, there is a world like no other filled with magic so powerful it makes you feel like a kid again. And while the rest of the world tells you to grow up, here you never have to. That's the power of magic. Mm. Escape to a world full of beloved stories and experience them all like never before. Come discover the kind of magic you can only find at Walt Disney World. Just a description of what they offer. <laughs> oh, I remember this. I remember this. It's the same as having wings. To the stars beyond the blue, there's a Neverland waiting for you. When you leave the world behind, you can fly. You can fly. You can fly. I apologize. I do remember That's that campaign. Awesome. There yeah. you go, loudmouth over there. I know. Now, to be fair here, now, there was each of these things, and they end with when they say that's the power of magic. There was a you can fly one. There was a whole new world one. Mm-hmm. There was a Bella Note one. So I mean, they they did different little ones in there. But really, the the main thing I remember from 2017 that we're not discussing here because it really wasn't their promotional campaign uh, was this was when they were promoting Pandora: The World of Avatar. Right. Yeah. And those are the commercials that I remember. Those yes. Were, yeah, those are the commercials I remember. Yes. But that wasn't the, the promotional campaign to bring you back. I mean, it was like something like, hey, look, come check out something new at Disney. But this was really what the uh, overreaching sentiment was behind their promotional campaign for 2017. I wonder why they don't tie hmm. those things in together anymore. That would make sense. That would make sense. Is it because they, they have no idea when things are going to open, so they can't really base their campaign on well, you know the what? deadline? I tell you what, let's wait, let's wait, let's table okay, that. Okay, okay. Table that discussion table because I think the year. last one, we have one more year. One more year. And I think that now that we're, we're getting into present day time, that, that discussion is going to be even more interesting when you realize what the new promotion is, if y'all don't already know. Uh, but going back to 2017, real quick, uh, that was the year of Epcot's 31st, like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, they had was a little merch and a ceremony beforehand, but that was no year-long anything. Uh, but Animal Kingdom added Pandora, the world of Avatar, and Rivers of Light. Okay. Can't forget Rivers of Light. Magic Kingdom added Happily Ever After Fireworks Show. Okay. Bye-bye wishes. Hollywood Studios added the music of Pixar Live, a symphony of characters. Epcot received the new Mission Space Green Mission. Okay, yeah. And then there was the first ever Epcot International Festival of the Arts that started January 13th. Okay. So that was what 2017 offered. And you know, Eli and I, we were there during this exact same time period. So we got to experience these things. Not bad offerings to experience Pandora for the first time. I mean... Yeah. I'd like to go to have gone to the arts thing myself. Yeah, I would have too. I yeah. mean, I, that's I wanted to see the Pixar about. Symphony thing, but the, it yeah. lasted like a month. Yeah, it didn't last Pretty that much. Long. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, cool. I mean, I don't know if it just was a big bust or if they just needed to fill that space for a month or what, but I thought it was pretty cool. And my sister was actually there at that time and got to see it, and she, she thought it was awesome. 
It's all about biding time, Lee, until <laughs> until Star Wars opens. Yeah. They like yeah, throw anything at them until they forget, and then Toy Story Land opens and Star Wars opens, and finally they'll stop asking us, "What are you, what are you doing?" You know what they should have said in that commercial you played was, "Even though you leave the world behind, you'll still be standing in a long ass line." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I Unforgettable. Yes. <laughs> My dizzy side. <laughs> Ah, so that brings us to present day 2018. Current. We're talking Current. now. Current as of February 2018. So now I'm going to give it over to Mr. Lee Lastavica. Mr. Lee Lastavica, what is the current ad campaign for you to go to a Disney park this summer? www.google.com. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> Uh, Nobody's <laughs> bought tickets yet. I guess you don't. Really remember, you don't know. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Yeah, I mean, I wish I would say I knew, but honestly, everything is just the same thing for the past four years, over and over, recycled. So okay, you can tell what so it you, is, but you didn't get no new posters or pins that said. All right. How about if I read you with the ad? Yeah, because I think you're righty. I think that sucks that Disney is not sending them out promotional material, so that way they can kind of sell this as a new year and a new reason to go to Disney. That does suck. You know what? That's not a failure on Lee's part. That's a failure on Disney's part. Because they used to do that. You're right. It was a lot. So I'm going to give Lee the tagline and see if Lee catches on. This summer, beloved stories from several Disney films will come to life at Walt Disney World in the form of new attractions, entertainment, experiences, and more at all four parks, setting up summer 2018 to be a truly incredible. There you go. Ah. Incredible summer. And I'm going to give y'all. Yeah, okay. You're right. Incredible summer. We did get some emails on that. So, yeah, incredible summer. There you go. Oh, that's because Incredibles came out. That's exactly uh, it. Now, here sense. you go. Darlings, this summer will be incredible. Incredible heroes. Incredible play. Incredible bash. Incredible tunes. But remember, darlings, no kids. It's going to be one incredible summer. No and games. There you go. That yeah, they're gonna have like a different thing in each park. A different thing incredible. in each park. All right. So a different thing in each park. Lee, can you tell us what do we get different in Magic Kingdom Park? Oh, uh, there's some dance show. I That's think. right. Yeah. Guests can party with Mr. Incredible, Mrs. Incredible, Frozone, and. I believe that's like it's the uh, debut of Edna Mode's uh, walk around character, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to boogie down with them over at the uh, Rocket Tower dance stage. I mean, dance party. Who doesn't awesome. love a dance party? Oh, love dance. <laughs> Isn't there already a dance party over there? That's Incredibles. There's always uh, a stupid dance party. I, 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 thought, I thought it was Mr. Incredible over there. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering the characters wrong. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There's nothing else that says we don't know what to do other than Super Dance Party. And that would be good if that was the 80s. Yes. You know, that that was the time for Dance Dance Craze, you know. But, yeah, now I just want to go to a vacation and not. So that's the incredible new experience at Magic Kingdom. All right, Lee, what is the incredible new experience at Epcot? I don't know. Um, 
Think about it. You got an awesome mixtape, Lee. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So the but it doesn't even do the Incredibles. It's just new anyway. It's the Exactly. The Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's not even the Incredibles. That's why this whole entire freaking It goes along with my question I asked earlier. It's all a lie. Everything <laughs> the case yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. in Disneyland, but you're getting you a can new just call cre- anything incredible. Oh, it's the new incredible Dole Whip. There you go. Put an <laughs> eye on it. Just put the name incredible in front of it. You're getting a new coaster in Disneyland. You're getting a whole oh, yeah, you got, Pixar you the layover. here. Yeah. Yes, you're getting all that in Disneyland. In Disney World, they're trying to make a mountain out of a Edna Molehill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no capes. <laughs> so yes, you're so getting the Guardians Animal Kingdom. Is it the Donald Duck thing where he's meeting characters, or but that's already been there? No, no, no. we're gonna get. We'll, we'll slow down. Uh, getting, you're getting ahead of yourself. All right. So Guardians of the Galaxy take the stage at Epcot. Star Lord, Gamora, they get up there with an alien band. They take guests on a journey through the cosmos with feature hits from awesome mixtapes one and two uh, as they boogie the night away at Epcot's new Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. I want Rocket. <laughs> yes. All right, so now we're going to go over to Animal Kingdom. What's new at Animal Kingdom, Lee? The the stupid up show. There you go. Oh, the yeah. stupid up show. Stupid up show. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. It's a stupid up show, huh? Stupid. Hey. Hey, the stupid up show that's taking the place hey, of Flights, Flights of Wonder, yes. which was nothing wrong with Flights nothing, of Wonder. Nothing wrong. Nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with yours. that. All right, and uh, uh, Lee said it before, Donald Duck. Lee, why don't you talk about Donald Duck and what's new over there? Yeah, so there's like a meet and greet over there now with Donald Duck in the DuckTales, right? DuckTales. But he wears pants. Just kidding. I don't know. But it's a a dino-tastic celebration, Lee. Launchpad McQuack is over there. Like all the ducks. Anything that's a duck, it's going to be over there, basically. Daffy. The Robo Duck, <laughs> Howard the Duck, Howard. That would be nice. <laughs> They're getting Guardians in there. Why not get Howard in? Why not? Yeah, his movie Duck right? is there. Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> running around. Ah, Flack! Oh wait, he got fired. Never mind. Yeah, good. Covered in sherrits. <laughs> a word. Uh, so yeah, that's what's going on. That 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 is a new incredible entertainment happening over in Animal Kingdom. All right, so that means there's only one park left that's getting uh, new incredible entertainment. Who wants to guess what that is? The thing they were already going to open anyway. Which was? Toy Story. Toy Story Land. Wrong. That's not what they're advertising. Oh, okay. Let me think. Um, hmm. That's the that's the logical choice, but that's not what they're advertising in their promotion on their website. Hmm. You think about it, Kevin. Not the railway. Nope. Eli. That's next year. Uh, galaxies. Nope. He's back to you, Lee. Uh, I'm out, dude. I, I mean, the only thing I can see is the new Toy Story Land. I mean, you've got Toy Story Mania, but that's inside Toy Story Land. Yep. Woody's lunchbox. Uh, but that's all. That's all stuff in Toy Story Land. So. Well, here's a problem. You got to expand your thinking. You see, they said four parks, but they didn't say which four parks. Oh, so nothing in Hollywood Studios. No, see good. The Incredibles 2 at AMC Disney Springs. Thank you very much. Oh, no. man, come on, man. <laughs> I kid you not, that is directly, is a direct. We're also doing uh, oh, the man. Glow, glow Nights at uh, the water parks. 
Uh huh. They are doing the glow night. That would have even made more sense than what they're actually advertising. Everyone's favorite family of superheroes is back in Incredibles too, oh. but this time Helen is in the spotlight while Bob navigates the day to day heroics of normal life at home with Violet Dash and Baby Jack Jack, whose sour superpowers are just emerging. When a new villain hatches a brilliant and dangerous plot, the family and Frozone must find a way to work together again, which is easier said than done, even when they're all incredible. Incredibles 2 busts into theaters on June 15th, 2018. See it at movie. AMC Disney Springs. Yeah, Incredibles 2. I've already so seen you. I don't have to go to the parks. I can just go to the theater. You go to the theater. Oh. So at least they're tying him to something, but that's so not exactly I'll, what I'm... It's all about promoting a movie. It has nothing to do with really promoting anything that's actually going on. Only thing incredible going on is there's a release of Incredibles 2, and they put together a little stage show. Yeah. That's it. Man, <laughs> see, this, this is why I'm telling you. Like when you ask me, it's like, yeah, I guess. Like, what's the promotion now? Who knows? It's some stupid. That's shit. what I'm saying. That's why I don't blame you for knowing. I'm, 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 I'm more making fun of the process because can you imagine in in in, in uh, 2006 not knowing that happiest celebration on earth was going on, or that a year of a million dreams was going on, or 25th anniversary was going on? Now, for the last, I don't know, like what, uh, seven, eight years, like at you, least you really does it's inconsequential what they're doing as their new promotional campaign it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's all the same campaign just different names look look i'm, I'm gonna stop the show right now and just listen to last week's show you should because that was that's a lot all the good stuff was that's happening. What all the good stuff was yeah, at happening. least it had emmanuel lewis in it can i tell you what that's the right gen- can i tell you what the genesis of this idea was and, and people are gonna get mad but i'm gonna say it i wanted to compare the promotions between eisner and Iger, and who did a better job of putting out public awareness of Disney and marketing uh, Disney as a, uh, um, a must uh, a destination yeah, that you have to go to. Yeah, there you go. And I put them together and it was going to be part of our uh, Eisner Iger comparison. But I felt like this was so unfair to Iger that it would almost be reinforcing the fact that Eisner always made sure there was nothing, something new to come back to where Iger's like, you're not coming back to see something new. You're coming back because it's Disney and you're hooked. Face it, well, that's the power of magic. Makes sense. One's a businessman, yeah, one's a exactly. showman. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my whole thing is that it's also to the point now where it's, I mean, Disney's always been popular, of course, but, you know, with the recession and 9 11 and all that stuff, I mean, it went downhill. And it wasn't like it went downhill uh, in quality, but people stopped traveling less and, you know, the economy, et cetera, et cetera. So, they needed something to get you to come to the parks. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, hey, you're coming here anyway. Um, here's a dance show. Yep. Or people are going to come. They, they don't have to try. They, there's no. There's really no need to even try to promote it. I mean, Jesus Christ. I, I have a girl right now that wants to go to Disney. Uh, she called me looking for quotes. And anytime I send quotes, I want to send, if they don't know what they want, here's what it'll cost to stay at a value. Here's what it'll cost to stay at moderate. Here's what it'll cost to stay at a deluxe. Give them three examples, and then that way you can fill out where their budget's at. I literally could not find a deluxe property for her to stay at for her trip. There's, wow. There's That's not, they're not having any problems filling it up. So it's not like, I mean, it's, it's like, it doesn't matter if you come, we're going to be okay anyway. We pay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're good. Um, whoever wants to come, uh, come on with it. We'll have as much hotels as we can to hold you. And uh, thank you for your money. Right. It's like, oh, you can't come this year? Oh, okay. It's all right. These people can. All right. Come on over. And, 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 and again, you got a point, Danny, in the, in the sense of saying that in the earlier time, there was more synergy to it. 
You know, there's there's a there's a special. There's all these different things that are like, hey, look, yeah, Disney's a park, but anything can happen here. But mm-hmm. now you just have it where their timing is always off with a with a property of a of a movie or a show or anything like that. I mean, when you say you can see the movie at the theater, I was like, come on, now that's. Well, it sounds like they could easily tie it into something happening in the parks, right? But they right. just don't. Yes, but it's not like they don't know that the movie's coming or right. or, or right. whatever it is to build ahead. And then have the anticipation come, because I could. That would make more sense. Like, okay, hey, look, you go ahead. It's Incredibles Land, and all this stuff goes on. This is crazy. But if you want to see the movie, yeah, here you go. You can see the movie and come back, and all this crazy stuff is happening around you. But that doesn't even do that. So yeah, um, Ice is definitely way more of a showman uh, in that aspect than than Ike. Ike is just pure businessman. And he's yeah. a weatherman and weatherman can never predict anything. And look, who's to say if Eisner would have stayed in charge that he wouldn't have gone down this route eventually as well? It's like once I mean he put Disney on the map, he built everything up, added all the hotels, got in a lot of new entertainment, two new theme parks, two new water parks, put all that together, and now it's just kinda like basically well just the ship's on autopilot. Just make sure you don't, you know, okay, iceberg alert. You know, grab the wheel and make sure you don't do anything disastrous. But, I mean, when Eisner was behind the wheel of this thing, he was really having to promote this into being something huge and special and spectacular. And since then, they've kind of like, well, we don't need to promote it. People already know we're huge and special and spectacular. We just have to remind them every so often that we're huge. Without, we don't even need to do anything. Just remind them. Look, yeah. look what we got. I we got- <laughs> We got magic. We make your memories. Yeah. I mean, but I think he would have, yeah, he would have just tied it a lot better. I mean, with the ties to Hollywood was a lot bigger now than it was then. His whole thing was synergy, so that would have made sense. It would have made perfect sense. You would have seen, I think, a lot more exuberant things uh, to happen or, or occur for sure. Who knows? Oh, we'll Who never knows? know. You're no, right. I'll never know. So let's, let's do this real quick. All right. Your top three of these celebrations. What are your top three? Of all, just all of them from both? From both sides. You, you don't even have to have attended it. You hear it and you're like, oh, that sounds like something really special. To me, it's a Millennium Celebration. Mine's Millennium Celebration. That's number one. Then after that, it's Happiest, um, happiest Celebration on Earth. And then I want to say, I want to say it was the 20th anniversary. I, I, was, I, I was just about to say, say I was just looking at that. I mean... Hmm. Because that was really like that was when Hollywood uh, MGM Studios was brand new, and so you're getting Muppet Vision and all the all the cool shows that were coming in uh, over there at the time. I mean, uh, that one, two, three. I mean, like you know, who doesn't remember that? Uh, Roger Rabbit was huge at the time. Um, that's the heyday of Disney to me. So I'm if I if I got to put it together in no particular order, but I, well, I'll put it in order. I'm going to say Millennium. I'm going to say happy celebration, and I'm going to say Walt Disney World's 20th. That's order one, th- top to bottom? Top to bottom. Yes, and, and four would probably be millennia, uh, Year of a Million Dreams. I was, yeah, I was, I was going to say. That right. would be four. Then five probably would be, uh, again, if, if we're going well and beyond what we need to do, it's probably 100 Years of Magic. Which one was the Remember the Magic one? Ooh, what was Remember the Magic? Never remember the Magic, that was the one where they did the promotion for the 25th? Uh, was, was it the 25th, the birthday? Yeah. I thought it was the 25th. I'm trying to check it out. Yes. Well, Disney World 25th anniversary, remember the magic. Yeah, I think that's, that would be in there in my mix. 
It should be that that belongs right there with twentieth. I'm, I'm giving. But the, I, I'm about, you know, I was just about to say that it's kind of tied to the twentieth for me. It is, but like uh, if you look at the new offerings on the twenty fifth, it's Mixie's Toontown Fair, Ariel's Grotto, Hunchback, Hundred One Dalmatians, Boardwalk Resort, World of Disney, Ellen's Energy Adventure. Uh, if you go to the twentieth, you're talking about Minnie Moo, Spectrum Magic, Muppet Vision 3D, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jot and Beach Club, Sci Fi Dinner Theater. Uh, I prefer because this is when. Um, MGM Studios is still in its infancy, and 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 you're really just walking around. You're taking in all those shows. All those shows are all brand new to you too. I mean, what it, what it opened in '89. Yeah, '89. Yeah, so I mean, it you know it was still in its infant stage. So I'm gonna go with that, especially yeah. Roger Rabbit. I was a big Roger Rabbit fan. I know yeah. Millennium Celebration for me is the top. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Things Same here. That ever it was just amazing. Hands down, it was classy. It was different. It was something. It was it, it was not Disney, but it was. Yeah. I do like the year of a million dreams. I, I do like that one only because of the spontaneity of it. Yeah. Um, what was it? The, if the fifteenth, yeah, the fifteenth had like all the stars mixing with the characters. Just for the sheer sake of nostalgia, I, I'm good with that because that's not something you're going to see nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And that's kind of when it's at its. You're not going to see Emmanuel Lewis dancing footloose. That's for sure. No, you're not going to see. But just yeah, just just the fact of it. His Hollywood and his Disney, and it just it's just gonna mix. Um, that that kind of style, yeah. You, I won't you won't see again. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm with that. Um, Lee, what say you? Um, so I'm at obviously a distinct disadvantage since all the good ones were before my time. <laughs> but I mean, I really did like the Year of a Million Dreams. Um, but you don't have to uh, just go though with what you've seen. No, no, you can go with yeah, what I you wish that. you would have seen. Yeah, but I think the millennial celebration really sounded phenomenal. To be yeah. honest with you, that, that to me, when you describe it, it's like, oh wow, that is a lot of cool stuff there. It was. Um, I like the year of a million dreams. I also like the happiest celebration on earth again. But those are two that like I was into Disney initially, so it was kind of like, all right, cool. What's this about? What's that about? So anything, it was all new to me. Um, but I, I, again, so those are the ones that stick in my mind. But the millennial did really sound like awesome. Millennium, millennium. Yeah. It's yeah, not a millennial, millennial celebration. Millennial. Millennial. Not millennials. No. Mil- millennium Mil- celebration. It's when we yeah. celebrate yeah. an end to microaggressions. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating hipsters. And yes. Yes. Had 30. I'm cool. And wax mustaches. Well, man, yeah. Well, that was pretty awesome. That's man. a lot. That's a that lot you covered. That's a lot. I'll yes. be uh, curious to know what the listeners, what their some of their favorite campaigns might have been. Absolutely. Or promotions it, and stuff. Real quick, if we could ask you one last question. What was your least favorite? My least uh, favorite. Any of the ones fa- that in the recent years? I yeah, have no I idea. Say, recent the last four years. That, that's easy enough. Though, I could that. do this one. Twenty eighteen. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Kevin. All the, the Incredibles. I, I mean, I'm a big Incredibles fan, but that was. But I don't know that man. The, all the ones me. in the last four years are kind of good. Or they're good qualifiers for that for me. Yeah, I, you know, I'd have to agree. I mean, it I, might be the, I guess the most egregious one would be the one last year where they didn't even promote Pandora. It was something completely different. Yes, it, it, that's absolutely what. Now, again, they put out commercials for Pandora. There were commercials, but they d- really didn't tie it into being their primary focus. And that's my point. It's like they could have easily tied it in somehow. I mean, come on. Yeah, just think it through. Yeah, you know, I mean, sh- come back to another world and experience some magic. <laughs> Unforgettable. And watch the movie again. There you go. <laughs> 
So yeah, no, that's uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So I can only imagine that the next big thing will be the fiftieth. That that's um, gonna be it. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, well, I don't know. If Galaxy's Edge open, they could, people can argue that. But they may just advertise that and have a completely different campaign. Well, uh, shouldn't Galaxy's uh, Edge open before that, though? Well, for, yeah, they should open yeah. before the fiftieth. Yeah, should it well, should? There's, there's a lot of things at the last D23 that all were stating, you know, for the fiftieth anniversary, for the fiftieth anniversary, for the fiftieth anniversary. So I think that's they're going to make that a pretty big deal. Oh yeah, they no, should. They, you can tell, be, yeah. yeah, that that last D23 was all about getting their ducks in a row for. The fiftieth. They would re- be remiss. It only happens once if they don't come up with some huge campaign as they have in the past for their fiftieth. I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely going to see that, and it'll it'll be a return, hopefully, to um, these park wide celebrations yeah, that we used yeah. to see, where everything was decorated and everything lo- fully were, themed. It, the yeah, parks yeah. were transformed. It was almost like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I know this place, but there's something slightly different about it. Yes. Right. <laughs> I know. I know what we're celebrating. Exactly. Just by walking around the park, you could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but, still alive to see it. Yeah. And guys, if you're curious to know what we're talking about and didn't listen to the last show, be sure that you listen to last week's show because we mm-hmm. talk about all those uh, big themed uh, campaigns and stuff that uh, took place in the 80s and the 90s, man, for sure. Stuff that we lived through uh, all the way, maybe even through the early 2000s, mm-hmm. you know, is when they last had that stuff. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts and what and your you experiences. Yeah, yes. your memories of these exact same uh, promotions and what you experienced. Did you share your Disney side? Yeah, send us your pictures. We love you to do see hashtag this. unforgettable. I mean, yes, yeah. <laughs> and hashtag unforgettable. <laughs> hashtag neck and cool. Hashtag me too. And sadly, Cole. <laughs> What is it? Hashtag Eigner? Is that what we said last last week? (laughs) There, there you go. That's what you use for this show. Hashtag Eigner. And then, uh, yeah, we'll check out all your posts and stuff. And we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us. Well, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Away podcast, magicaway.com is the way you go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways in order to send us your experiences through all these different campaigns. You can shoot an email at show at magicourway.com. You can send us a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. Or you can call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN. 669-4226. And of course, we got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. Eli does things with comic books and drawings and such. Eli, tell them what you got going on. Uh, you know the story. It's all about the glory. You can always visit ivorycomics.com and check out the artwork I have going for Project Geisha, Molly Be Damned, and Savages. And, of course, there's always a link back to the Magic Highway podcast so you never miss a beat. Uh, as always, Facebook.com. You can find me there, Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has own Facebook page or Facebook.com says Project Geisha. Instagram, I'm there, eivory 504 and Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So, as always, appreciate the support for the arts. Thanks, guys. And if you want to plan a vacation to see the upcoming promotions and campaigns bound to happen for the 50th and for Galaxy's Edge and for Runaway Rail Car. Experience the Incredible Summer, darn it. Or Experience the Incredible Summer. Darn it. <laughs> Hashtag darn it. <laughs> Hashtag darn it. <laughs> you can darn it, Disney side. You can, <laughs> unforgettable. Uh, contact Lee to check out all those things, man. Lee, tell him how to do this. 
Yeah, just give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-DISNEYSIDE. 413-D-I-Z-S-I-D-E. You can email me at lee at magicourway.com. You can also check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. And if you want to do all that, we'll get you over to the uh, downtown Disney, Disney Springs Theater so you can watch The Incredibles because, you know, not like you can't just watch it at home. But, uh, yeah, so we'll get that hooked up and booked up with no Hasselvika. You know, I'm yeah, thinking to myself, we was... should. What did you say, Lee? I was just like, I lost my train of thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, man, that would have been like a, a good Magic Our Way promotion show your Lee side. Where our listeners take pictures with fake beards. Oh, <laughs> it's like at Disney nice. parks, at home, and you know, in the, in the mall, whatever. Show your Lee side, ladies counting and gentlemen. Shoes. There it is. I mean, you don't even have to have the beard. You can just you know be counting shoes. You can eat like terrible food. Yeah, put teeth in jail. Just be like eating bad food. Yes, you could be eating tacos. You could be eating bananas or leaving bananas on the counter to rot. Oh, yes, I know. You, you can send in voicemails with all kind of stuff happening in the background. You can breathe heavily into your uh, <laughs> messages that you leave for us. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can play background noises while you talk. Yeah. You, you can have a neighbor that's a biker. Yes. yes. Guys, hashtag Lisa. Should, should we give away like a... a, a, a Prize to the listener sure. who um, shows their leaf side. The, you know, like, um, the, like we can sit, like you know, like uh, either put it in like a hat and choose a name, or well, let's come up with rules. Yeah, later. we'll you, come up with rules. Doesn't yeah. one of y'all have to lose your hair first? We, we got lots of. We got so many contests. <laughs> yes, I need to lie down. We got a lot of things. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, guys, my mind is spinning. I got ideas, but goddamn, I'm anyway, trying, man. This, like I said, it's a Jordan flu game, dude. Yep. I need electrolytes. <laughs> oh, you did your part. All right, guys. If you want to support all of this, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy the bin, buy the beignets, buy the beignets, and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our podcast, our podcasters. Yeah, our podcast. Support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Hour podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm sickly. Magic out. <laughs> <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. And more tacos, and more tacos, and more tacos. Hashtag Taco Tuesday. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff. 
that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, it, it's it, what's good about it. Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. <laughs> Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 